Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy we can in between. Don't forget to send your burning questions by email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. You can type in there. You can leave a voice memo. We love those voice memos. Happy to have anonymous questions. We love that stuff. So again, that's sexy time D L O V E, because we love the D at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks for hooking up with us today. So please cozy up with our hosts, me, Alice, and BK Johnson. Hey, Alice. Happy to be here with you, my dear, 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 dear friend. How you doing? I am all right. You know, it is officially spring in the Northern Hemisphere. And yet where I have moved to, it is chilly, chilly, chilly. Uh, (laughs) Woo. Um, You did seem extra perky today. Oh oh my. That wasn't an insult. (laughs) But you know what? Being cold is just a wonderful opportunity for more fireplaces, more skiing, and uh, cheers to that. Mm, I like Perky Alice because Alice is very more cuddling. If you didn't, if you didn't know, because again, thank you for listening on the podcast. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, lovers and 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 doms hello, and mods lovers. and everybody and lurkers. We love you too. But uh, if you want to see this the beautiful Alice, you know where to go. It's YouTube. We have or, or check out Patreon. We can you, if you don't have time to hit our hit our live stream because this is live streamed. Uh, at YouTube. The links will be in the show notes, but you can also go to our Patreon. Look for Pillow Talk. After each show, we have a Pillow Talk where the two hosts go on our private Discord, and we have a lovely, lovely after show of of, of uh, pillow fights and, and sexiness. So It's a out. very easy YouTube search. If you're looking for us, you could just search for Sexy Time Podcast. We probably should put up a page at some point, so it's an easier link oh. for people to find. But for now, just search for us for Sexy Time Podcast. It's easy to do. Yep, that'll be the first. That, and if we you're definitely looking have that on Patreon. Our, Patreon yeah. mm. our Patreon's awesome. It's patreon.com slash sexy time podcast. And... Mm. Man, I'm so grateful to our first two patrons that we got last week. Thank you. Thank you again. It was, I believe, uh, Emma UK and Monster J. Mm, yeah. Super grateful for both of you there for joining our Patreon family. Again, uh, if you want to subscribe, if you want to support the channel, you can either subscribe on Patreon or if you're a former, if you're a DLive user, you can also go to DLive.tv slash Sexy Time. You'll find us there. Um, so it's Sexy Time Podcast yep, Sexy Time on podcast. Patreon and Sexy Time on DLive. But if you subscribe to us in either of those places, that gives you access to not only our private Discord community, but also to our Pillow Talk segment, our favorite segment of the show, where when we're done here, we <laughs> hang out with y'all on a private Discord chat where we can watch, hang out on video. We can talk to each other on audio if you prefer. Um, but either way, it's like a nice little pillow party. And we have a good time just chatting about life and love and Mm. everything in between. I love getting vulnerable with all of our patrons. It's just really fun. And it's a nice little family. So if you want to join us, that's how to do it. Patreon.com slash sexy time podcast or dlive.tv slash sexy time. If you subscribe either of those places. Um, And on YouTube, the podcast is important because our name is amazing. I mean, sexy time is fantastic. I I talked to somebody recently who didn't know about 
father's podcast and uh i said it's it's called sexy time he's like great name <laughs> and i said oh thank you but uh on youtube and patreon the podcast is important because it is a great name uh sexy time podcast on youtube and patreon make sure you put that podcast there you'll find us and thank you so much. Are you getting ready? Let's break down how this works. We have uh, theme days and non-theme days. Today is we're on a non-theme day, so it's open Q&A. Um, thank you for sending your messages. Um, we're still looking for our elusive first voicemail. We get them in text more often than not because we do have Discord available as well where you can just DM us or go to our Sexy Time Discord. But you can also email us at sexytimedlove at gmail. But uh, we're, we're, we, that's where you can give us a voicemail too. But we do have some questions. Open Q&A and at, on open Q&A days, we bust a myth at the end of the show. And on uh, theme days, we, we have a little uh, sexy time soapbox about that theme. So today we'll end with a, a myth buster. It'll be fun. Yeah. 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 I don't want to over overwhelm you all with details. We're just super grateful to have you here. Um, if you do want to join our Discord again, that's that's now it's a it's part of a paid feature. If you're already in our Discord, we're happy to have you there um, from our previous uh, live stream family. But um, it's a it's a private community now for all of our patrons uh, and subscribers and mm -hmm. lovers. And we're really we're just so grateful for you all. It's a really good community here, and um, I'm just grateful to have a sex positive place in the world that we can all share together um, in a safe and respectful way. It really is. It's Ready for the first question? Community. Actually, I was looking yeah, through the questions I had and I did, I, I said, okay, this is actually closer to long shot. So I, I finally found Great. one out of the questions I was looking, so. That might be good to say for the end. Oh, for the end? Okay, let's do that. Okay, um, we, well then you, we lead in. well then ladies first, let's go. All right, well, um, so this person is 22, non-binary, and their ex is also 22 and gender fluid. Okay. So I, 22, non-binary, have known my ex, 22, gender fluid, since before we were teenagers. And we've had feelings for each other throughout our lives. We dated for a few years, broke off, and then Another year later, we got back together. It was a wonderful 10 months, but problems happened when they decided that they wanted a polyamorous relationship with me and another person. I told them it was okay with me. Although that was well-intentioned, it was a lie. Mm. And I was really not emotionally prepared for it at all. Mm. I was selfish, jealous, and an ass throughout the entire season in the relationship. Nice. And it resulted in them breaking up with the other person and eventually with the two of us drifting apart. Mm. We don't actually talk anymore, even beyond polite chit chat. For a couple of years now, I haven't been able to get them out of my mind. It's really literally all the time I'm thinking of them. Mm. I wanted to see other people, but it's impossible for me to be intimate with anyone else because of how I feel about my ex. I don't know what you, I don't actually know if I'm still in love with them or if I'm just obsessed and regretful and guilty. They moved on a long time ago. I'm okay with leaving them alone. 
but I also just don't know what to do about my own situation other than just hide alone in a cave. Mm. Any advice? Wow, wait, how, how long ago was this, did it say? I heard that they were years dating, and then they, was it? It's been a couple of years. It's been a couple of years. Since so. they broke up. So I guess they broke up when they were around 20. 20. Yeah, okay. Oh, man, so the inch, I'm, I'm so glad. Thank you for that question. I'm sorry. Um, that's tough. I, I was I, sorry for that giggle, because I tend to giggle when people sh are vulnerable enough to show their own self-judge because uh, I, I do naturally react to... Admire that. Yeah, I, admi I naturally am admiring you for opening it up already with a question. Then I'm like, oh, you know, like my first reaction is always just like, mm, you're so hard on yourself. You must be a, a sweet, kind person <laughs> because you don't have to be so hard uh, for, from an outsider. I could tell already from the way you asked the question that you were opening up with that vulnerability. So that's what I was, uh, that was, what I was reacting to. But... Um, what first came to mind, because it was interesting at the very end, you were very open with your thoughts, my, you know, of the self-reflection. I'm a big Socrates fan, so knowing yourself is very important, and knowing that that's the only thing you can possibly 100% know, I think is very important. Saying, am I, am I, is this really love? Am I just obsessed? Am, is it regret? Is it guilt? I did get a lot of that coming into play, um, but it depends. Like, what was screaming in my mind as I was hearing that is kind of like the 12-step program. You know, they always, uh, it's probably because of Seinfeld too, because I love that episode where George, uh, uh, there's a guy having to go on the step about apologizing to the ones you felt you wronged, you know, <laughs> and how that's easier said oh, yeah, than done. Oh yeah, that is funny, right? Yeah, and it sounds a I lot like that. I actually just watched that episode. Did you really? Did you really? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that actor's <laughs> name, but he's hilarious, that guy, because he's, he's an, uh, the guy who's supposed Which to be apologizing. The guy who's supposed to be apologizing. Oh he yeah, keeps being, I don't remember either. He starts doing like passive aggressive apologies to George a lot. That's right. But um, because he's not actually sorry. Mm-hmm. So I can tell that this person. I, I that's what I would be. Um, not concerned, but like that's what I'm kind of going back and forth between. Is it really? Is it is it more that you love and want the relationship back, or is it more that you have that regret and guilt? And you, you even said that in the question. So again, thank you for that. Um, being very open with hmm, trying to figure it out about yourself. Uh, like now, let me check one thing. Alice, did did he say? I mean, or not he? It's non-binary. Hey, let's go with did they. Did they say? Did they say that? Uh, they didn't actually they're, share their pronouns, but let's go with they. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with they. Did they share that their significant other is or the, the person that they want to apologize to, possibly, is uh, is in a relationship with that person still that they broke up with? or because They've moved on. No, no, they, they broke up on. with the other person as well. So the jealousy drove... Yeah, I heard that, but it said... The jealousy I, drove yeah. everyone apart. I thought at the end they, they they said they moved on and they are still they have moved on. No, there's not. They, no, they, they moved so on. So they don't know the relationship at all. It just says okay. they moved on. It doesn't say gotcha. anything about that. Okay. Well, then in that case, good because I thought at the end they were um, they were saying um, talking about how they might be in a relationship now too or something. So so if that's the case, um, you're in the dark and you don't know. Then I think tomorrow it says that they have polite chit chat. So I'm assuming they know. Yeah. Okay. Some some level of involvement but that they know that they've moved on yeah i think i love this question because it's very tough i do believe it's going to be really personal um only you're going to know if it's really coming from that place of love or from uh, wanting to like the regret and guilt as you're asking i would say regardless of whether wh whatever you decide for yourself when you think of that 
come at a place of love and humility either way so if it is mm -hmm. just if it is just regret and guilt make sure you come at it with a place of um love and humility for for them and not just doing it for yourself instead of just like i just need to say sorry to them and then get away because i you know it's just i just got to get this sorry out there that's not good that's not for them that's for you so i would say if that is what you find when you search in yourself make sure you come at it at a place of humility uh, as well to say this is this good for them because if it's just for you i think that's a, a good way to i think that's the true forgiveness is letting go if it's not good for them you still forgive them and say sorry inside but you don't bring it to them because you know that that sorry may hurt them i would say that but if if it is something because um we're gonna get to this later in long shots, but uh, I mean, I dreamt about my wife three times, and because I was really not wanting to confess my love for her before, you know, this was before we were even together, and uh, I just said, you know what, I think I'm in love. Could have been Aww. just I was obsessed, but I was like, you know what, I think I'm in love, so I had to pursue because of that, and so I understand that pull of. Am I, is this really the right choice? I'm like, this is stupid for me to try this, but I think I might. So I understand that back and forth. Either way, if you're going to, again, that's going to be for you to decide. And it's great that you were open and vulnerable enough to say that's what you're waffling on. Is it regret? Is it obsession? Is it love? Well, figure that out on, uh, search yourself, be honest with yourself. But either way, I would say, come at it with love and uh, some humility. That's what I say. Really beautiful. And I, I just want to add a little bit to that. Um, I agree with you 100%, BK. And I just want to add that, um, you know, I think especially when we're young, it's very easy to buy into the narrative that Disney and you know, various religious institutions or our families or, you know, just whatever marry me movie you might have watched <laughs> in the last month right like our, our most of our cultures I, I actually don't know any any country where marriage is not uh encouraged um where where the soulmate narrative is not uh mm. present unless of course maybe it's an arranged marriage but but for most of us, we're all suffering from this idea, especially at a young age, that there is only one person for us in our lives. And boy, is that a devastating thing to think if there are mm. 7 billion people in this world, only one of them is meant for you and you've missed out or you've screwed up. Talk about That's really devastating. Yeah. And it does That's make bad. you want to hide in a hole, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It really does. And I, I feel for this person saying, like, I just can't be with anyone else because of my feelings for them. And I would bet you that some of those feelings are this person was my person mm. and now they are gone forever. And I just want to encourage you your pheromones are going to react with a bunch of people in the world. And you know what? Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> you are, you know, I'm I'm polyamorous, so I get it in in some level. Like I'm a smaller subset of the population to be non-binary. That's another very, very even smaller subset of the population. Mm -hmm. And to find a gender fluid person that you really connect with, I'm sure, is not an easy thing to do. But they're out there. They exist. And just because this one person hasn't worked out for you doesn't mean you can't find love. And also, I just want to say, like, 
it seems pretty clear by this, like, you know, because of my love for them, I just can't be with anyone else. You're probably monogamous. Mm. At -hmm. least at this point in your life, monogamous is monogamy is probably a better choice for you. So in the future, going forward, be honest with yourself about that. It's honest with your partner too. That's right. That's right. And you know, if it changes, it changes. Sometimes these things do change. I was Mm -hmm. convinced I was monogamous for 35 (laughs) years. So, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and yet when I look back now, I see I was wired for poly all the time. So, you know, it's just be kind to yourself, be honest with yourself and let go of this idea that there's only one person for you, because you know what, you're, you're really valuable to the world and someone else is going to see that and you're going to be ready for it when it's time. You're amazing, Alice. I love you. I'd hug you. I love you too. Questioner should I hug you too? I love it. Well, Hey, Alice, what's the opposite of love? Fear. <laughs> that's what I think. That's what I think. I think that's uh, I was uh, that was what was screaming in my brain when you're when you were saying that it was so beautiful. I agree with you completely. It was so awesome talking about that. But I think that fear, right? That that fear is uh, stay away from that, no matter what. Again, like and that that fear of that's what you're talking about. Is this the only? Am I missing out on the only one? You know, like right. that's you, you can't love in that in that mindset. It's the opposite of love. The mindset of Oh no, I messed up and da 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 da. You, it's impossible to love at that point. Uh, but uh, but I I love what you said there. It was so good. And I have a question though for you now because of that. That was great because I forgot about Bring the poly- polyamorous part um, because that was interesting. Um, I I know it's gonna start. I'm not sure how to ask it. So if I and don't feel like you need to answer it but it was like with polyamory how often well like how often does that happen i mean like because you said you i mean i don't really know much about the polyamorous um environment so in that situation where because again people are going to make mistakes people well well they you know there's going to be people who are thinking they might be okay with poly like this one um and then then they go in there and then they tear it apart is that one of the things that kind of happens sometimes where they they the, is the normal reaction uh, that where they try to say they try to pull you pull a polyamorous person away from their other partners is what what normally happens in that situation because i'm assuming it's happening a lot you know i think i think it's not just poly i think it's anything mm-hmm. where you make a concession you're not comfortable with mm, okay in order to keep Ooh, your partner nice yeah um I think that that's dangerous no matter what. And, and you know, I've been on both sides of the equation where somebody gave, where somebody tried poly for me and where I tried monogamy for someone else. And honestly, like nine times out of 10, if somebody's like, oh, I've never tried that before, I'll try that for you, mm, it's not gonna work. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and for me, for anybody thinking about poly, um, my litmus test to start with the the bare minimum litmus test is for me because polyamory means many loves we're not just talking about ethical non-monogamy or open relationships where there's no emotion or no love happening we're talking about polyamory at this moment so Mm -hmm. polyamory like for me basic litmus test have you ever been in love with more than one person at the same time Mm. this is where the word love gets difficult yeah Talking your about philia, not no. agape. Yes. 
Yeah. No, we're talking about in love, not like the love you and I share, BK. Yeah, exactly. Like you and the love you and your wife share, right? Yeah, like, yeah. have you ever had those feelings for more than one person Ooh, at a time? It's a weird one, and it's kind of dark. But would, is it is it like you know? I asked Monster J recently, and like, would you die for someone else? Like, that's a little different. <laughs> like that's multiple different. multiple people. Multiple people. I mean, I would die for people that I haven't been in romantic relationships with. Yeah, dang it. Okay, never mind. It doesn't. No, no, no. No, really. If do you have you ever been in love with more than one person at a time? I had this conversation with my mother because of my, my dear mother. You're right. You know, That's she tries to understand me, and oh. she says she was so cute. She was like, "Look, uh, doesn't everybody want to be with somebody else at some point in time?" And I said, "Okay, mom, stop." Physically. When was the last time that you have been in love with more than one person yeah. at a time? And she goes, well, never. And I was mm. like, okay, so that's happened to me probably dozens of times. <laughs> yeah, dozens of times. So. <laughs> Good question. I like it. And and we've got somebody in the live stream saying they've been in lust with more than one mm. person at a time, but not in love with more than one person at a time. And sometimes that is a tricky thing to discriminate. It's true. It's true. But if somebody says to me, yes, in fact, there was this moment I was in love with this person. I was in love with this other person. They have like a whole story and it's like, oh yeah, I, I clearly have done this. Then I'm willing to try Polly with you. But if your answer is no, no, I don't think I have been, but let's try it. I'm going to say no, because that's just heartbreak for everybody. Exactly. I, I love it. With the, I, I love what you're saying. You, it was some key things, you know, the con, making concessions, not ready for it, the litmus test mm -hmm. and whatnot. That was such a good litmus test of asking because when you really stop and think about it, in the first reaction, I actually I was like, oh, oh, interesting. I'm trying to think maybe, but I was like, oh, you're right. If I really am honest with myself, yeah, it's never happened at the same time. I was definitely, and thank you for your comment and chat that that's that's true i was like that's why i said physically yeah i was in lust for some multiple but but actually in love no you're right oh it's so good and and the boundaries and concessions because the interesting thing is like to be open and vulnerable is really important but there's there's the difference balance in the force where we need to you need to have that balance it's good to be open and 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 uh, vulnerable and also be open to try things that try to explore things for yourself. But if you have no boundaries or if you don't set those clearly, or if you actually make concessions saying, I'm not really ready to be exploratory here, but because I like this person or I love this person, I will make that concession to try. There's the danger. Or I want to get in their pants. <laughs> well, how did right? you read my, how did you read my mind again? <laughs> Both of my minds. How? <laughs> well, I've known them for a while. You know. Well, yeah. I know one of them very well. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For you to decide. I guess I know the other one pretty well here, you know, on Sexy <laughs> yeah. Time. I've, That's I've true. I know pretty well. You're getting to know it. Not physically, but spiritually. Uh, all right. Thoughts. So you, you've got another got question. Do you have another Thank you for answering that, too. For that was beautiful. You're so welcome. Thank you. you know, and thank you for asking because um, I think it's a really important thing that not a lot of people talk about. And um, we all make we all make concessions here and there, right? We all have compromises. They're important in a relationship. But when it comes to something that crosses your own boundaries, big boundaries and big values that you have in your life, don't don't just do that mm. to see where things go. Make sure that the decision that you're making actually honors your values in life. And if it doesn't, it's not going to work in the long run anyway. All right, let's go to a lighter one because that was deep and lovely. Well, this deep. isn't as light, but deep. it's it's not it's it's uh, it's. I mean, sometimes it's nice to have it deep, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we did that's go why there. We, that's why we've got the D love. 
let's see how this one goes. Sexy time. Don't forget to send your burning questions. Burning to sexy time D love at gmail.com. Anyway, back to okay. you. I told a guy to give a sex toy. He won for me to his niece instead. Wait, what? That's what happened. I mean, I don't Go know. Go on. That's the, okay. So coming from a female 24 years old that's i'm gonna play the role of that right now and then her, her <laughs> please do the voice her boyfriend <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> i I, don't, I mean like you know it's tough i will insult all females every time like most guys yeah. do that where they just do that you know hi i'm you know it sounds like mickey mouse more it than like girl. Mickey mouse. Yeah, exactly yeah. uh but anyway uh yeah the guy in this relationship is 25 so one year older 24 25 anyway so we went to an arcade for a date. I told him that I've always wanted a toy from one of these machines, and he tried to win one, which he ended up doing after several tries, and then he gave it to me. But at the end of the date, oh, I told... a toy toy. A sex toy, I yeah. thought we were talking about a sex toy. It is. No, it's a sex toy. It's, it's a sex toy. It's a sex toy. Exactly. At an arcade? Yeah. I want yeah. to go to that arcade. Let's yeah. go on. So at the end of the date, I told him to give the toy to his niece. He said, why? And looked annoyed. I insisted that he give it to his niece instead of me. Was I the wrong here? Was this... Is this a joke? No. This is a sex toy? Yeah. Where are you winning the sex toy at an arcade? I have no idea. You're sure it says sex toy? It says sex toy in the beginning. Then it says toy the rest. Did they mean sex? I don't know. Okay, this is a bad question. I'm sorry. It's it's fascinating. Let's just answer this. Uh, yeah. Because a listener sent it in. So here we are. Yeah. Um, I, I've got to say, uh, listener, right, the story doesn't match. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know. First of all, I want to know. Email us back, please, and let us know where this sexy arcade is mm. where you can win sex sex toys because that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I was in New in York Japan, City, sure they had uh, they had the what was it the sex museum. I don't think they have sex toy arcade there, but that would be a really cool addition. They did have like Jello boobs that you could drink. That I enjoyed that. Um, anyway, sorry I'm getting distracted. Uh, yeah, so please write us back and let us know, yeah. uh, listeners, if you know where these sex toy vending machine things are uh-huh. like for games that's pretty damn cool um, i'm supposed to go in with monster j by the way here in japan that was what she wanted to do what go to a sex arcade we need to find a sex toy vibrator vending machine here in japan and, and, and that's really that's what we're trying to do me, me yeah, okay j. so i i don't know i back to the question i don't i don't know uh i don't know what the story is like yeah. Is is the niece having conversations with the uncle about sex toys? Uh, if they are having a conversation about it and like maybe the girl's mom oh. won't buy her one or something's happening, then okay, sure. Uh, maybe it's better that he gives a sex toy to his niece, but otherwise, I think you're crossing some strange boundaries that that maybe um, you might want to look at. Um, it, it could be that you're coming from a very, very open family where these things are discussed normally. Mm. Um, in which case, kudos to you. You know, there are a lot of kids that grow up in nudist families or kids that grow up in families that are extremely sex positive and they talk about this stuff. Most families don't. Mm-hmm. So 
it may be that you're coming from a genuine place of wanting to help out and thinking that that's a really cool idea. Um, but generally speaking, because of the boundaries that we have in our society, because, you know, like you don't want to have sex with your cousin or your niece or your cu- or your nephew or your sister or your brother, anybody related to you, it's usually like kind of taboo to give sexual gifts to another member of your family. So mm, I would just say if point. this is in fact a sex toy, I, I, think- um, I would walk that back. And if it comes from a place where you're just comfortable because your family is very sex positive, you talk about that stuff, explain it to your boyfriend so he understands. But I, I would keep the sex toy and, and don't worry about making that a gift to someone else. I'm glad you came with that angle because to me it sounds really rude. I want to, I, my judge like flares up where it's like I'm like, what the heck? But you're right. I like what you're saying. You're you're trying to you're trying to understand from the point of view of this logical like where did that conclusion come from? And you're right. Maybe they're very open. I don't. We don't know the well, ages of is, these things. We don't know what's going on. Too, you know. Yeah. I want to assume the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just want to assume the best. <laughs> so it's like okay. So yeah. Because um, I immediately I'm just like hmm. That's really either if it if you because again if if that's not the case then that's kind of a rude thing to do I would say right like I, I agree what you're saying that it's not normal and families are supposed to, you know that's not normal to be that open with those family things and even in, in familial things where they are open that can actually I would I would assume that some of those families could even consider it rude so yeah it, it's it's weird but um, again I think. It always comes down to being open in communication, you know, like instead of coming to, I think this is where, sorry to be, uh, again, I l- keep the questions coming. I love it, but it's better to, uh, to sometimes it's better to voice these concerns to your partner <laughs> in a, and just, so again, unfortunately it doesn't sound like a, a, a broken record here, but try to come at it with a place of love and humility instead of trying to say, geez, you know, trying to defend yourself. I think that happens a lot in, in these situations where you may have overstepped a boundary and then you want to just defend why you did it instead of actually going to the person that you may have hurt from your actions. So if you if you go to the person in out of love and humility for them, instead of taking yourself out of it to try to defend, I think that would be the key. So again, Keep those questions coming, the ones and vulnerable, that even even the ones that are that you're very confused about. But in the end, a lot of the times it is gonna be um, communicate with your partner, be vulnerable with them, but also come at it with a place of love and humility instead of trying to trying to uh, defend your things that you that you think were okay, but then maybe your partner is not comfortable with. So come at it from that and see uh, how it goes is what I would say. <laughs> what a funny question you got. I, I wanted that. it lighter. I wanted it lighter because we were talking about heartbreak and guilt. And I was like, let's, let's get back to sex. <laughs> well, in keeping with the spirit of things, I've got a good sex question for you okay. that I think comes from a slightly older crowd. Um, this is from a 46 year old male. As I age, I find that sex is a lot less about the physical form. Instead, what turns me on shifts so much more toward the attitude and experience during the act itself. What she says and participation mean way more to me than a perfect Mm. set of tits. But they don't hurt. 
when <laughs> when this major change happens, when you sort of see a big shift from physical to mental, mm. how do you convey that to a really attractive partner who maybe isn't stimulating you mentally? Oh, wow. This is a good question. Was that the question? That was a great question. question. Yeah, I love this question. How old was he? It's a he, right? 46 year old male. 46 year old. Okay. Wow. That was such a good question. I'm blown away. I dig blown. It. I dig it. I dig it. Um, so more about the perfect perfect set of neurons than the perfect set of tits. <laughs> I think this is the struggle of everybody's life, actually. That's why I love it. Where it's like there's always that balance because you know, there's so many arguments over, you know, the different uh, gender preferences, how much the physical matters for some and not as in and the society things. And then there's these things, these judgment things of like, oh, you know, I'm in it for this. And then there's the time when you're young and making mistakes. And it's like, yeah, I just wanted to have fun with that. And I don't need her to, to be that smart. Or I don't need him to be that smart. I want him to look good or whatever it is. We all have these things. And it and it's like a balance. Even, even, even at a, you know, younger, when if it was just more physical, I'm sure, uh, I'm guessing you can ask this question because it was imbalanced before, where it was like more towards the physical at a certain point in your life. So you can understand it's like, wait a second, this balance is swinging way harder to the other side than I realized at this age. It's on hard. Which is, <laughs> which is great. And, and, and uh, I would say, um, I think the key for, for me, my first inclination and again, I may be wrong. This is a great question. And, and you have, I, although I, I think I might be close to that transition because I'm getting almost to my 40s now. So uh, I might be, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's a great decade. Um, do the thing you uh, do the thing you fear and the death of fear is certain, baby. I think the 40s are great. And I'm not even there yet. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, I think it, the key might be uh, the five love languages last episode i think was our last episode five i think it was yes it was so i think it's going what you're talking about is more on that end where you need to figure out the partner that you're trying to convey that to what's their love language and communicate with them through that love language of what you're trying to convey because again i don't think this is um it's a it's a beautiful question but i do believe it's going to be so partner dependent and love language dependent so um, that partner that you're talking about, if there's one that's coming in mind that you're saying, I want to express to her how much I appreciate that and how, or, or whatever. Or if there's a partner that you're, that you're having, you're saying, I, I need to convey that that's going to, that's going to be important to me just as much as physicality. If, if there's something lacking, go towards the love language um, and, and try to explore with that. Of course, being very open because each person is going to be different. Um, oh, yeah. Right, so, so I would. Oh, sorry, my poli side came out again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. I think that's the first step um, to to try to look at that. Um, the next thing, oh, it's such a good question. My brain is is firing on all fronts here because I relate to it so well. Um, being married for fourteen plus years now, and in my age of almost forty. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm trying to brainstorm about how mine, how I would do that, you know, and that's why I went to love language is like, what does mm -hmm. my wife, uh, knowing now that I know her well enough, that what would be the appropriate way to appreciate that? Um, and again, it's, it's, e I think it's easier if you're coming at a place of appreciation. 
um, than out of a place of this is lacking in my uh, in my relationship, right? Where so d depending on if you're thinking of a partner that's lacking the things that you need, like neurons, <laughs> like sexy neurons as much as sexy body, then uh, there's the one you need to tread uh, very carefully to make sure you know yourself and your partner as much. What you what you really need for yourself to be happy with that partner and what they would actually be open to without you know obviously they're your partner you only want to hurt them if they're asking for it sorry i had to go there but, <laughs> but if they like it that way that's what i mean love language care. some people aftercare. like it rough yeah be aftercare but uh you know when it's over and they're, they're, they want they mm -hmm. they want to be taken care of afterwards uh, if they yeah so that's very important but so dig deep into what you want what you need and what you need, and I, I love that. I hope it's a positive one. If not, again, it's still fine. It's beautiful that you can see this about yourself and the relationships you're in now. But uh, in the positive one, oh yeah, that's beautiful. And then in the one where you're saying it's lacking, be very careful with understanding yourself as much and understanding your partner and getting to know them and, and consider it that way. Come out at a place of being able to communicate and understand with your partner better because that's what you're really asking. How do I convey this to a partner, um, whoever it may be, maybe multiple ones? Oh, baby <laughs> like you said and uh and it's actually a beautiful opportunity to get to know your partner better so you can convey that in the appropriate way for that individual partner that's what i think beautiful um you know it's funny this is reminding me of a conversation i had once uh in another country with a friend of mine in another language i'm not gonna go into it too much because i don't want to out sounds him. hot yeah um, oh yeah. And I, I speak this language much better when I'm drinking, but, um, so we were having this conversation and at some point Benedict Cumberbatch came into the conversation and I was like, Oh, I'm such a Cumberbatch. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. And he was like, really? He looks so weird. And I get that response from a lot of guys. And I was like, Oh yeah, How but he's he? brilliant. I mean, first of all, I find him very physically attractive, mm. not not even a question, but um, he is he is such a brilliant actor. You can tell by watching him what a brilliant freaking mind that man has. And he I was like, I, you know, brilliance just blows me. I'm so attracted. Like if, if you ask me what my type was. It'd be hard to know by looking at my my past and current partners, but if you <laughs> don't be so hard. If you <laughs> talk to them, yeah. you would know the answer. They're oh, all brilliant. Okay. Nice, They're nice. all brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I really like smart people and like what do they call it? Sapiosexual. I'm definitely a sapiosexual, and I'm mm. also learning that I'm very attracted to emotional awareness, emotional intelligence, positive intelligence. People mm. who who are are mindful and present. And I'm hearing that from this listener as well. Oh yeah, I never finished that story. So so I'm in this other country, we're drinking, we're talking, and I say like, yeah, I'm really attracted to Benedict Cumber. And he's like, really? And I say, yeah, he's very intelligent. Oh, you like that? And I said, well, yeah, I really do. And he's like, oh, I just love it when a girl is like really dumb and I can just bang her against the headboard and not care. And it blew me away. I, like everybody I've told this story to is like, oh my God, were you not offended? And I'm like, actually, it was one of the most honest things a man has ever told me. <laughs> I was oh impressed that he was able to voice that. Um, but, you know. Mm, headboard. Nice. Oh, <laughs> mm, headboard. No. Mm. So I guess for some people, maybe this guy started out like my friend where he was just like, ooh, hot chick, great set of tits. 
I'm happy. And now he's moving over to the other side where he's like, oh, oh, I actually want somebody. He said words and participation, attitude and experience were key for him. So it sounds to me like he's actually wanting somebody who is very present, somebody who is very mindful and able to like be creative. Creative intelligence is really mm. underrated. He's looking for somebody who's able to be creative in the moment with him and lovemaking and be present with him. And that is really, really special when you can find that in a partner. So look, if you are, the question is, if you're with a very attractive person, how do you tell them that you want more? Well, first, I think you have to be honest with yourself about this very attractive person and whether there's more for them to give. And if the answer is yes, but this person is just very distracted, then that's where you can talk with them about being more mindful, being more present with them while you're having sex. See if you can like read a book together about it or explore Tantra. Uh, there are books on Tantra, some kind of, I don't know, maybe you could get like a board game or something that like really drags you two into the moment together where you're really experiencing each other on a sensual level in the moment. Like I feel like if if you're doing things that are unusual, breaking up the monotony, you know, like sniffing her in a certain way or sucking on her toes or doing something unusual that like only a great lover in the moment will do. Mm. That's going to inspire her probably to reciprocate and realize like, because believe me, in my early 20s, I did not know how to be a good lover. I was too afraid of my own skin. But like when I started to have good lovers who taught me things like blowing on your partner after they're sweaty at the end of sex, you know, these like loverly things that you just like creatively think about and do in the moment. If you do them for that, for your partner, they're more likely to reciprocate and want to do them for mm. you, but also just encourage it, you know, talk about it, but not in a way that you're like, you're dumb. This isn't working. <laughs> Yeah, but like, I'd really like to just be more present with you. Do you think we could just spend this like next 20 minutes really focusing on what it feels like when my tongue is on your clit or whatever, you know, like, I just want you to think about nothing but what I'm doing to you right now. That turned me on even though I know it's coming from a guy. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I like oh, the key part is in the moment. I love that because yeah. again, that's the, that's why... I mean, I'm a big fan of Seinfeld, like, as I know you are too, but that's why like when they make jokes about it all the time, when you're trying to plan ahead for these moves, it's like, it. It. the funny thing is that really doesn't work. <laughs> Not in the way that they portray in comedies, but it usually doesn't work in general because it's like each person's different. So in the moment is is the key thing. I love the creative. You know, I could probably get with this guy because that guy you were talking about. I like the headboard idea. And, uh, you know, I was I was voted most creative D-Liver, baby. <laughs> that's right in bed good times um, good times and the honesty story cracked and me up oh go ahead what were you saying i don't think i've done this but i just wanted to congratulate you also on the podcast for becoming a new twitch affiliate as well oh thank you not only are we both verified partners on delay but now you are an actual twitch affiliate so congratulations thank you so much uh, it's growing excited for you. it's growing Anyway, That's um, what she said in the moment. <laughs> in the I'd moment. like to get to that question that you have I, I that will. leads into our MythBuster. Okay. Um, 
something about yeah. long shots. We've got a poll going right now in our live stream. Oh. And so far, it looks like four, three out of four people dare to take a risk on a relationship oh. long shot. Uh, we'll get back to that um, as we approach our Mythbuster. But if you haven't voted, don't forget to vote in our poll. Well, I was looking through the questions because we're going to talk about long shots. And one that's very close to my heart is a long distance relationship of the many different type of long shots. So this is a question based on that. So let's take a look. The question was, my long distance boyfriend visited for a week. We had sex multiple times. I didn't enjoy any of it. This has been such a difficult aspect of our relationship. Now, I can get pressure orgasms on my own, but I struggle to feel any kind of pleasure with my boyfriend, much less orgasm. I brought this up to him. We've talked about how to improve, but nothing has changed. I feel like the more bad sex I have, the more afraid of sex I'm becoming, and the less I oh. enjoy our next sensual encounter. It's basically becoming a vicious cycle for me. We've even had a fight about how seldom I initiate, which makes me scared to reject him when he asks for sex, and it even makes me initiate when I don't really want it. At the moment, it's just something I tolerate for his sake. I don't know what to do now. I don't know how to talk about this with him again without hurting his feelings. What should I do? Oh, this is sad. Hmm. I'm not hearing it in the question. It's sex in general she doesn't want, not him. Um, no, no, and that's not what I'm getting. It says that, um, it's, it's the, she, it's, to me, the way I saw it is that she's literally fingering the bad sex that's making her want sex less. Um, and that she can pressure orgasm on her own, but she's finding, struggling to feel any pleasure with her boyfriend and it's getting in her head looping and that's what's making her off for sex. And that's why she even says it's to the point where she's scared to say no to her boyfriend now because of this, because she's trying to figure that out yeah that's what i'm getting it sounds like she wants to orgasm and uh is struggling to do so with her boyfriend so she's kind of that way i think that's what i got from it um that's really tough um does it say how long they've been together no it doesn't man it does not. i gotta say like i don't know if this is a new relationship-ish mm -hmm. thing or I hope, I hope for our listeners' sake that this is a somewhat newer relationship because it'll be easier then to pull off the band-aid and mm -hmm. say like, hey, I really like it uh, when you do this, or I don't like it when you do this. Um, if it's been a year mm. and you've kept your mouth shut and now, in order for you to enjoy sex, you're gonna have to tell him some things. That's gonna be harder. Mm -hmm. And I am going to suggest that you err on the side of honesty here uh, and err on the side of vulnerability that you say to your partner, if it's been that long, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm learning some things about myself and I'm learning that I've been a pleaser in a lot of ways. I've been really taking care of you and making sure that you feel good. And I haven't actually been like telling you what I like mm. and telling you what I need in sex. Um, and I think you're wonderful and I love you. And, um, 
I would love to tell you about some of the things that I need more of or that I want more of in sex with you um, if you're open to hearing it because I really want us to have everything together. Um, you know, and if you don't want to go down that route or if it's not too much that you need to like, you know, if there's not too much that you need to actually like share, then you could start by just giving some hints or saying, oh, I heard about this toy and I'd really love to try it. Like, would you be open to trying it during sex? Like, you know, start to introduce some new things you want to try, new things you want to play with. Um, see if you could just drop some hints one at a time. Um, I'm really sorry that it's gotten to this point. Mm. And I want to just encourage you to be a better advocate for your needs in general, because chances are, if it's happening with you this way in sex, it's probably happening with you this way in a lot of areas mm -hmm. where you are focused on pleasing other people and you're not getting what you want and then you're unhappy. Um, and I just want to encourage you, you know, like if there's something that somebody is doing that you just don't like, at some point it's better to tell them. And you know what? It's definitely better to tell him these things and risk <laughs> losing the relationship than just walk away from it and be unhappy. Mm. And look, you know, he'll show you who he is if, if he's able mm -hmm. to either immediately or over a shorter period of time, let go and get used to it and hear what you want and and honor that and give things a try um then he might be the best partner for you but you won't find out unless you actually ask him oh, yeah i love i love that i mean that that the thing you said alone on air on the side of honesty that could be like a rallying call <laughs> always air on the side of honesty it's like truth will set you free and whatnot but uh i would say that make sure that you're honest with yourself too um, as well, because a lot of the times we think honesty is brutal honesty, where we just tell them what what they're doing wrong. <laughs> that can be a problem too. I was just being, I was just, I was just saying the truth. You know what I mean? So I was just being honest with what I think and feel. And if it's always negative, it's difficult too. So um, love yourself and be honest with yourself too about what you might be doing and what you really want to be for them and for yourself. Um, I also was getting a lot of vibes from the question. I agree with everything you were saying, by the way. It was beautiful. I love those of what you were what you were saying to help this this terrible situation. Because <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I was getting a lot of that where it is more like uh, sacrificing yourself for, for his needs. Because um, it's to the point when, when she started going into the point where she's actually scared to even say no. That's <laughs> not a good sign. You're scared to... You're, you're, you, know, you, you get feelings in the moment that Oh, at least I mean, the way it sounded, she didn't say it this way, but she said, I don't engage, I don't, I don't initiate anymore. And it's making things worse where it's like, that means that is, that sounds like she used to initiate. So she, she might've been initiating for herself and now it's bad. So she's feeling, I don't want to initiate anymore because I know it's going to be bad. But now I know, again, it's looking bad to your partner without being honest about what's going on for you. And that's why I do think erring on the side of honesty. I mean, I, I do believe also that, you know, the best ones will serve, but if you also have to serve yourself because you can't 
serve anyone else or love anyone else if you don't love yourself. So basically, um, yeah, err on the side of honesty. Take a long thought about that. And it is very key. That's why I agree with Alice. Um, it's very key to see how long you've been in and not even just time because sometimes you can go on a whole year without getting to know the partner at all, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, that's more common than not. So even if it is a year, that's why air on the side of honesty is always good um, to try to just really know yourself, what's going on in the relationship too. Uh, and also, so is it is it one that's even worth doing that? Time frames be damned, everything else, how much you know about them be damned. Is it really, when you take a step back and look at that relationship as a whole, um, is it worth it to, to try to keep pursuing? That's what you're really asking too. And uh, again, be honest with yourself and be honest with him. Uh, but first, also be honest with yourself and take care of yourself first, because that's going to be the key uh, if you do want to be in that or not. I mean, lately I've been feeling it a lot um, where if you do take a step back and think about the people you interact with in your daily life, and, and really take a look. You could even make a journal out of it if you want, because that would be very um, easy to see um, on paper. But uh, I've been doing it without a journal, but I think I might start journaling now that I've said it. Uh, but when you spend time with people, a lot of times you can feel either levity or heaviness or l lack of energy or a surge of energy. Um, I think one way I, I say it too, is like with family and friends or, or really close friends who are close to family, we never want to say goodbye, so it's end up like we end up like talking way later and longer than we were supposed to. <laughs> I know that happens with me and Alice a lot. <laughs> so, so because of that, I'm, I'm like, oh, I know that. Uh, yeah, Alice is like uh, a family friend, you know, like very that close. Where it's like, yeah, we we really care about each other, and we get that levity and that energy search from just hanging out with each other. So I think that if you if you kind of even isolate it in that, is this relationship good for you? in in those ways because uh, again obviously it's not you're getting that down feeling when you have sex but you're in this relationship for a reason so what's going on with why are you still with him there must be something bringing you up and light I, I'm, I'm assuming so be very honest with those situations and is it really worth it i would i would focus on that before seeing if you wanted to break it off but it is a long shot leading into long shots so uh i would re i would recommend not taking too many long shots if you want to have a less stressful life so you ready to bust this myth alice well yeah and i love what you're saying you know about just like is this relationship good for you because when we think about long mm. shots right mm -hmm. like you know, we have some really great, I, thank you guys, all of you in the live stream um, who participated in this poll. Out of five votes, we just got one. Uh, it's, do you dare to take a risk on a relationship long shot? 80% say yes, 20% say no. And, um, you know, how do I end this poll? I forget. I think I can do it. I think I did it. I did it. You danced on it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's done. The poll is it's done. done. The poll is done. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting because, um, you know, somebody said it's, it's good to take risks, right? Like, it's a good thing to take a risk. Yes, sometimes it is a good thing to take a risk on love. That is true. But I think there's a difference between knowing that something's a long shot because, um, I don't know, Maybe you feel like 
wow, this person's really out of my league uh, and it's probably not true. Or um, maybe you think like, oh, this is kind of risky because this person lives in my building or this person works at my job or, you know, this person knows my sister or whatever, you know. Um, there are risks for long shots that can be tricky if things don't um, pan out. But then there are long shots where it's like, this is bad for me. Mm. And you know, you get that feeling when you first meet somebody sometimes where you're just like, oh, I just don't think that we're going to work out because we are... Just, you know, for example, like, oh, sure, I'll try polyamory for you. That's a relationship <laughs> long shot, especially if the person like hasn't ever really been in love with more than one person at a time. We'll go back to that. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, I, I'm I'm the person, unfortunately, in the past who has been like, oh, yeah, I'll take that risk. No problem. This is a long shot. But oh, boy, this person's so attractive or oh, boy, I really have chemistry with this person. I want to see where it leads. And. I'm of two minds with this. I had a relationship that was a long shot that lasted four years. And you know what? That relationship was a huge success. It didn't last forever, but it was a huge success. And that person like really changed the way I see the world and changed my life. Was that long shot worth the risk? Absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, but at some point when you keep taking the same risk, over and over again mm. and you know better at some point you just have to stop because you're breaking your own heart so i don't know i mean i guess for everybody in my in my personal opinion uh to say long shots are always worth it or long shots are never worth it it's just not true it depends on the person mm. and how much of a risk you're willing to take for how great the person could be in your life and I guess the biggest question I would ask at the beginning is, if this relationship doesn't work out a year from now, will it still have been worth it? And if your answer is yes, then maybe the long shot is too. Mm, I love that. I love that. Because I, I think we're both in the in the same mind frame of uh, it's not good to take long shots. Uh, it's not really good. I mean, uh, I, when we were talking about this, I was brainstorming different types of ones and uh there was there's many i love there's another one in chat dating in the workplace that was one that i wrote down yeah uh, long distance relationships here's the myth that they're talking about are just instant killers workplace relationships instantly dead online relationships that's a that's one that's becoming being busted by reality now actually oh, but for uh, sure everybody's online dating but that was but I mean, when you look a at it, there's, no, ago, there's right? nothing. Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. But that was one of those where they said that was a long shot, and all of a sudden, the long shot became not a long shot. <laughs> so, so if society actually improves enough to the point where they uh, can actually overcome that long shot bet, and I think online relationships is a perfect example. There's ones like I was thinking, like you know, friend zone is one that's been around forever. Um, yeah. Friends, people think, oh, you're in the friend zone. Don't you can't have a long, you can't have a relationship now. And actually, that's kind of what killed my first love is that she was in that mindset that we were so close friends. She didn't want to get, she wanted, she didn't want to get beyond friendship because even though she was definitely showing other signs and wanting to be in it, and she was basically saying the friend zone was too strong type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe 
that would be the main reason why uh, things didn't work out. And so that would be a long shot too. But again, there's always those stories. Um, I'm, and again, I'm one of them. So I love what you were saying. But I will want to say this about this myth. Did you know, Abby, that only a Sith deals in absolutes? <laughs> and I will do what I must. The K and BK stands for Kenobi, by the way. So, uh... Uh, Star Wars reference for those of you who don't know. You don't know what the heck I'm saying. <laughs> what is it, Sith? What the heck is he talking about? He's going to do He's what? Got a lisp. <laughs> Only people with lisps deal in absolutes. That's not true. But anyway, um, so my story is uh, one I've told many times before, but I was really against uh, being with my wife because of the long distance. I didn't want to take that long shot. So I, my natural. My natural, I, I may be a gambler, but I'm actually a gambler that's really big on like probabilities as well. I'm a big poker player and you needed all those uh, numbers as well. And I would take away from, you know, from the poll itself, 20%, you don't go all in 20% unless it's, it's necessary, unless everything else is going against you. And that's kind of, for all you poker players out there too, that's kind of what I'm talking about where you will do what you must. I didn't want to take that long shot, but I had to do what I must because she was leaving. We were just uh, total friends. Poker? I hardly know her. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. And then I dreamt about her three times. That we might, there might have been a poker table involved in one of those dreams. There was def there was definitely a date in uh, there was definitely a date in uh, Disneyland that was involved in that. I remember that li uh, vividly, lividly, and vividly. Uh, but yeah, I I I couldn't stop dreaming about dreaming about her before she was flying away to Japan from Seattle, over three thousand miles away, ten hour or eleven hour flight. And I was like, I don't want to be involved. And I didn't want to be involved in anyone at that time, actually. I was focusing on work and my uh, schoolwork. Anything else, everything would have to be physical, not uh, a real relationship. But I said, well, I will do what I must because uh, my everything else was kind of telling me it didn't make sense. I normally don't take those long shot bets, but uh, I had to. And now I'm married 14 years. She trapped me. Check, check, check. She trapped oh, me. Oh, yeah. What long shot did she take on you? Oh, well, one, I'm a dirty American foreigner, and I'm a they're, they're, uh. Japan's a very homogenous nation, <laughs> and I'm long distance. She took the long distance too, um, language barrier um, where it's hard to communicate with the different languages. So at that time when I met her, my Japanese was crap. Um, she's a big reason why I can speak Japanese well enough to live here now, and uh, so yeah, there was a lot of long shots that that was in the way of our relationship well, i'm glad you guys took the bet on each other and that it paid off and i hope for all of you viewers and listeners out there that when you're getting ready to take a bet on any any gamble whether it's a long shot or not that you're asking yourself like hey if i'm in this moment with this person is it worth it i love it that's a key part and, and also, yeah, it's, think of, again, it comes from within. The peace comes from within. Is it good for you? <laughs> like, like, I love that. Is the relationship <laughs> Is good, good for you? Yeah. Is it good for you? Does it, How do you feel when you're around them and when you're not? Um, well, there... you know, this, this is good for me. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for everybody listening here, everybody on our live stream. Y'all are such a wonderful, loving family, and I'm, I'm just ever ever grateful for you as i move around the world as i move in this life uh as we move along together in the journey of love and sex 
Mm. Uh, I'm just glad to have you all as our virtual partners in love. Um, Just really, truly wonderful. Thanks again uh, for our first two patrons. Mm. Last week, we're so grateful to Emma Emma UK and Monster J. Uh, You guys are amazing. Uh, And we're just, we're so grateful for you both. And um, if anybody else wants to join our pillow talk, we're going to go to that. We're just going to take a short 15 minute break after this episode. And then we'll go into pillow talk like we do every episode. And so if you want to join us, uh, please subscribe on patreon.com slash sexy time podcast, singular one word. uh, That's sexy time podcast at patreon.com. And you'll also, uh, you, if you're on DLive, you know where to find us there uh, at Sexy Time and you can subscribe there as well. We're happy to have you. We love chatting with our amazing, amazing, amazing family. Um, so if you want to join the family, that's how to do it. And we're really grateful to have you guys. Um, thanks everybody for listening our, on our podcast. And I hope that you'll be back with us again next week. Uh, where we'll have a topic. We don't know what it is yet, but maybe we will choose it uh, a little bit later tonight. Yeah, that's going to be, yeah, we got lovely topics. Thank you so much for listening on podcast land. Mahal kita, mabuhai. Uh, and uh, I'm getting better at, uh, we're getting better at, I think the time is set right now for Saturday mornings uh, is the time if you're over there in the. Muchas gracias. In North America land, in uh, in other places like Australia and Japan, it's going to be Saturday nights is when the podcast is going to be out there. So check that out. I Thank see. you again so listening for listening, and don't take too many long shots, guys. We you know we we're trying to bust that myth lightly because uh, again, uh, I I think we're all in agreement with how dangerous a long shot would be. But uh, just make sure it's a legal long shot. Be, be legal and make sure it's good for you and for your partner. That would be lovely. And uh, so of course, don't take too many long shots. Stay. S- Stay sexy, but also stay safe. Don't get caught in public. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on Sexy Time. Much love.